Talk one on one here on a Sunday afternoon, six to eight p.m. Um, my name is Brad Tramell. You can see my co-pilot is in the studio with me, and my brother Damon is in the house as well. So you know we're gonna have an interesting show. Um, if you first time you've ever been with us, what we do on a week to week basis is we talk about past revelation experiences. We speak about the truth that we've learned about through the Most High's wisdom that He's bestowed upon us when we read. And also, we expose the devil in the same process. If you want to call into the studio, the number is 240-719-2560. Again, that's 240-719-2560. But like we usually begin on this show, we start off with uh, prayer requests, testimonies, and then we invoke the Ruach, and then we get to go. Brothers, what's on your mind? Oh, <laughs> you go bad? Okay. Oh, man. Come on, D. What's on my mind, man? The, the, uh trials and tribulations of life and uh how we uh you know how we handle it mm-hmm. you know and um that's that's what's been on my mind um change and growth and um understanding of uh, every every level there's uh there's like a process that it needs to take place before you can get to the, the next level. to the next level mm-hmm. and, um, so that's been my focus you know and uh keep my eyes open to uh learning new things and and uh, allowing the light to shine so that I can see, you know, what the truth is. Right, right. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I praise y'all for the marvelous day we had yesterday. We yeah. was out in the cold, but, man, we had we had the Assembly of the Brethren came together. That's what I'm going to call it, the Assembly of the Brethren, man. Yeah. What's up, O? What's on your mind, man? Man, um, 
too. A lot, always. Always. Uh, it's time to change. And it needs to be respected. Yeah. You remember my man said in the track that was playing when we came in, you know, be converted, have your mind renewed. The backtrack, that's what I refuse. Mm. Your nose up looking down like you ain't done nothing wrong. He without saying cast that's the first stone. Respect change. I mean, why you, why I gotta be like you? You ain't gotta be like me either, but we should all be trying to be like the most high. And if he don't change, if he don't waver, if he the same yesterday, day, and forever, why should we be cool with a, a version of him that's been watered down so that people that don't look like us can be approved in some way, shape, or form? Um, testimony. Pain. That's my testimony. I was in a lot of pain last week. And for a good reason, you know, and uh, they helped me know I'm still alive. Yeah. I'm still human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. pain, you know, and uh, he's showing me it's time for me to make a move. You know, my, my, the way I give thanks is a little different, you know, because uh, I appreciate, I appreciate the negative. You know what I'm saying? You say, you know, I appreciate the negatives because, you know, if it's something negative, then Generally, something positive is going to follow. You know, if you get the positive first, then something negative may be around the corner. I like to get the negatives out the way. So I know we set me up for a vicious blessing because so much, so much nonsense seems to be going on, you know. Um, but at the same time, we're still here. You know, he's allowing our minds to continue to absorb this information. It's funny. I can't remember certain things. But I have plenty of room. He told me that I've, I've made room in your brain for this information. I never took a lot of information in. I didn't pay attention to what a lot of people had to say. I only really focused on scripture, the Bible. That's all I had. You know what I'm saying? That's been everything, every conversation I was in, I don't care what was going on, mm -hmm. I'm reverting back to the Bible. We smoking a J, drinking, and we talking about football. I'm going to try to find so, some way to get some scripture in there. Yeah. But now that we got the ultimate apocryphal collection, we got Enoch, we got these other, uh, 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 the Septuagint, the Tanakh, we got these other, these books with, with scripture in it. There's a lot of room in my mind, so I wanna go into this letter to, uh, letter to Aristeus at some point, because it's brand new. It's brand new, and when you hear the little baby was messing with the radio on the, uh, little giant messing with the radio on the table, right, and it just happened to jump to 105.1 J Seculo. And he was talking about how, you know, 70 years, the same 70 he was talking about with Netanyahu being the last one over there, he mm -hmm. was talking about that and how he referenced the Holocaust. And um, I don't know if it was 70 years since the Holocaust. Somebody said something about 70. And we know that Netanyahu was that 70th. Uh, the last one. The last 70 one. Shepherds. 70, you know, 70, 70 shepherds. shepherds. right. But then the you, got, you got, uh, remember how you was reading in that joint? And, and it say when it, when it talk about the Holocaust, it talk about an orphan. Like references the offering as a holocaust, hmm. the sacrifice or whatever as a holocaust. So all those Ashkenazis that mm -hmm. were allowed to be sacrificed during that time mm -hmm. for whatever the purpose of cleansing, whatever that was, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's starting to make more sense to me now. Mm -hmm. I don't have enough information to even really delve into it. I said it because that led up to what I was, where I was being taken, you know what I'm saying, today. And, you know, as, as I'm sitting there, 
She turned the radio on and went to that. I'm listening to that. I'm like, don't. That's crazy. And then she turned it and went to something else. So I didn't finish listening to him, but I, I opened up to this and started reading this, the uh, letter to Aristeas. And the most I told me, he was like, uh, you need to start talking about culture. I have no culture. Uh, I guess my, my culture up to this point would be hood, street, you know, church, American. But that ain't, I'm gonna go, I don't even know what the definition of culture is. To be honest with you, I'm gonna read it though. I mean, I said all that to say this. Clearly, if you've been following us or, or watching with us on this program, you've seen our journey, you've seen the evolution that's taking place, the transformation that's taking place, uh, the change that's taking place, and we're not apologetic. We're not gonna say we're sorry. We may not always be right. Like I said, I was gonna say on air, I had to apologize to my brother because I, I told him we wasn't in the same grade back in the day yeah. when we were in the same grade. You know what I'm saying? Not just in the same grade. We were actually in the same class. I didn't, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, getting, I'm getting old, you know? But I said it on air uh, adamantly, and also I'm, I'm apologizing because I was wrong. I got corrected. Thank you, Nikki. And, you know, you, you keep moving. I ain't, you know, I'm not going to lose no sleep. I was wrong. When you're wrong, you can admit you're wrong, get the correction, and keep moving. We've been wrong. For a long time. Yeah, now correction is coming. We got to get that correction and keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Only prayer request I got right now, because there's plenty of them, but specifically my man Danny got killed um, maybe a couple weeks ago. His family is crushed. Went to a little memorial for him today. The Vic family, just keep the Vic family. Okay. Vic you know family. what I'm saying? The Vic family. And um, I'm pretty sure there's a ton more you know, prayer requests. Our own situations, mm -hmm. uh, immediate family. My, my, most high blessed my, my mother and my sister to see another birthday, 63 and, and 38. So uh, they all praise the most high for allowing them to, to see another year. And um, like I said, I'm pretty sure by the time the end of the show comes and I close out, I'm pretty sure whatever else there's uh, that I would need to pray about, he would have shown me by then. But uh, yeah, that's my little opening spill. That's what's up. Let's, 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 let's uh, talk to the most high. I thank you for another opportunity to do your work. Um, thank you for assembling us here. Thank you for the testimonies and the blessings and the mercies that you seem to bring new to our minds each and every day, especially with everything that happened yesterday. Father, I'd like to lift up the Vic family who's in mourning right now. I ask that you would draw near to them and comfort and console them and show yourself to them. Because I tell you, boy, if you don't show yourself to us, we ain't going to never know who you are. Because we think we know who you are right now. We got no clue. Um, so I'm asking that you do that through us today while we're on this show. Ask you to continue to be with uh, Damon and his situation. I know you're already working it out, so we're giving you the praise, honor, and glory right now. Because if I've learned anything from my brother, it's to give you praise. Mm -hmm. Even when there's nothing to praise for, that's the reason enough to praise. Thank you, Father, for um, giving us this opportunity. Please be with the rest of the shows that, that come through this studio. Um, bless and forgive them of any and all iniquity. Be with the management. Uh, including our engineer, um, be with him and his family. And we thank you for new opportunities, things that are on the horizon. Um, and we look to walk through those doors faithfully and still doing whatever you would have us to do. Um, please be with all the unspoken prayer requests, the ones that are close to our hearts, which we don't really utter that often, the struggles that we're going through. We thank you for the pain, for the trials, for the trials and the tribulations and the struggles, because if we didn't have any of that, we certainly wouldn't pay no attention to you. So if that's your method in keeping us close, then you just rock with us through it like you've been doing. So uh, thank you for everything that I have said and everything that I have not said, Father. Your son, Yeshua's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
man. Um, so yeah, brief testimony yesterday, man. Um, yesterday morning, I, I woke up uh, and looked at the word, like I like I've said many times on this show, like I do. Appreciate that time. I don't do it every morning when I wake up, but definitely on Shabbat, I, on Saturdays. For those who don't know, definitely I do it on that day. And um, I was reading about Abraham in the Book of Jubilees, man. And uh, there's a lot more information in there about the brother than what we currently have in Genesis. And that's what I've been seeing a consistency with. Since I've combed through First and Second Enoch, they seem to give a more detailed version of what happens in Genesis when what happens in Genesis will be like three or four verses long and then that's it. You know, mm -hmm. move on to the next thing. Like, for instance, after the Most High created man on the, on the sixth day, in our version of Genesis that we got, especially in the KJV, as shortly after that, he moves on to resting on the seventh day and hollowing it and blessing it like that. But he did so much in that first week that is talked about in Enoch that it just blew my mind. So my point is this. I was reading about Abraham and... Uh, there was a point in time where if you know, if you if you were familiar with the story of Job, the devil had opportunity to bring up accusation against Job when the Most High saw him, when, the, when he came to meet, when the sons of God came to met and they all had this meeting and the Most High knew and he saw the devil there. He was like, where have you been? So I've been walking to and fro through the earth, you know, seeing who is faithful and who is it. And he, then the Most High said, have you considered my servant Job? When he said that, he's like, man, the only reason why he worships you the way he does is because you keep a hedge of protection around about him. So if you take that away, then he'll curse your name. So he challenged the most high. It's like, you know, a little, a little sticking out your chest. Yeah, well, you're talking so big about that dude. And, you know, come to find out in the book of Jubilees, he does, he does the same thing with Abraham. He gets in the most high's face and he's like, this son that you gave Abraham. By this time, you know, Isaac had already been born. And, um... He was like, I bet you if you, I'm paraphrasing right now. He's like, if you command your servant to sacrifice his son, bet you he won't do it. And then when he doesn't do it, he's not going to serve you no more because you made such a request of him. But it says in the book of Jubilees that the Most High already knew his servant because he tested him through riches, through poverty, through when he went to Egypt and he had his wife torn away by the Pharaoh because he lied and said there was a sister when it really just a half sister. So he's telling like a half truth, but it wasn't the full truth. And um, so many other things he had tested him in. So when this test came for him to sacrifice his son, the most I already knew, he's been my servant. He's been just and faithful to me this far. He surely won't withhold his son. And the thought passed through Abraham's mind as he, rose, as he raised the knife. He's like, man, if I do take out my son, he can bring him right back because he's the most high. So I'm going to just do this. And right when he was about to drop the knife, we all know the story. He heard a voice. Told him not to touch his son, and now he saw that he was he was truly for him. He was truly for the Most High. And when that happened, you know, there was the ram in the thicket. But I mean, I got such a powerful lesson out of that because every brother at this table is going through trials, and sometimes we don't understand why we're going through them. And even while we're in them, we have the wherewithal in our mind to be like, "It's nothing for the Most High to get us out of this. It's nothing for Him to do that." And it's nothing for me to just continue to keep hope. But my flesh is fighting me saying, man, he ain't going to do this. The way situations appear to us through our senses, what we can physically see, if our situation is tangible and only on a linear level from where we at, always forgetting that the Most High sees us like he's looking at us from the throne of heaven. He can see our entire lives. He knows everything that's already going to happen. But when we start to have those thoughts, we then go through a mental battle on what to do, either to believe our flesh Try to handle things or, 
or lose trust in the Most High and do what we want to fix the situation, or we wait on Him. And it's funny because, yeah, I did lose the joint. I just, I had opened up the book of Enoch earlier, and the verse said, I can recall it, the verse said, He who in his patience brings his gifts before the face of the Most High shall be blessed with multiple blessings. It said that joint, and that was like the first verse that I saw that I had highlighted. And I didn't even know why I highlighted that, but then it was perfect for right now. See, when stuff like that starts to happen, when I've studied previously and stuff pops out, like O said, you know, he'll open up, he'll find a verse of scripture and just go from that. When that stuff starts happening, man, it's just like, I would rather just depend on the most high for everything because it takes the, the burden and the stress off of me. Stuff I can never handle anyway, I'm trying to wrap my mind around a certain problem, how I'm going to fix it. But I see in the small things, like a verse that pops out that I highlighted maybe days ago, but now it's befitting right now. And it's like, all right, clearly you in control. Thank you for reminding me again. And I'm just saying all that to say, man, whatever your, whatever your trial and tribulation is, we've said it many times on this show, do not, do not give heed to the voice of your flesh, which you are going to hear, because every man has to make a choice on who he's going to serve. Who, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. That's why the word says that. Every day we got to make a choice. So as of yesterday, man, scooped up this brother Damon. We rode to RPC for a sec. You know, and I had planned just because I had a rough week. <laughs> I had planned to let you get in the car, just let you talk. Yeah. I get you get in the car to tell tell what happened, man. Just oh, <laughs> ride on the way to RPC, man. It was a blessing me getting in his car. Hey, all praise, man. Next thing I know, Brad is going. I mean, he's 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 giving me chills off the word. He's just and it just it was just, it was flowing and flowing. He was speaking to my situation so well the fact that I had nothing to say. I just had to listen. Mm. And um and that's a part of my testimony today as well is that, you know, just being around other believers and those who are uh, that family, true family and, and, and uh true believers mm. the guidance and, and, and the reason why we need each other is to uphold and, and, and strengthen one another. That conversation we had, by the time we got to RPC, I wanted to go back home. I got what I needed to get. Yeah, we didn't need... That's, 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 that's what it felt like. It was like, oh, we didn't I, need I, I needed else. to be in the, in the building because the building was in the car, mm. you know, between me and, and another believer, a, a brother. And I told I told you I remember I didn't mean to cut you up but it's like I remember I remember we it was preaching both of us to both of us because I was telling you I was like yeah I don't even believe I'm telling you this yeah yeah because this is for me too yeah and so, man it was back to back it was it was hitting it was hitting my spirit the uwap and it, it, it was giving me chills because it reminded me of why we need him why we need the Most High mm -hmm. and it was it, to me it, it answered. All the questions that I uh, that I needed answered, and um, like you said, you know, um, me having to battle myself, and 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 having the walk in me have that battle. That that's the battle that that um, I believe that the books are talking about. You know, what I'm saying it's 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 beyond the flesh. It's beyond man. It it I'm fighting myself because the situation that I'm in. It's like, you know, hey man, I, I'm telling myself I'm doing everything I can physically, you know, and, and, and I'm still behind the eight ball. Why, why is, 
this happened to me. Why is that? And and now I understand who was saying that. That was the flesh. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I felt that I was doubting the Most High when, in in essence, it wasn't me who was doubting the Most High. It was my flesh, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get out of. I couldn't oversee my flesh into what was the truth and the truth of it was is that like you said Yahweh had to put me in that position for a reason Mm -hmm. you know and and understanding that this is why we fall short because of our flesh Mm -hmm. and you know so it elevated me and made me even more I'm more like I want to be more about the word now. Mm. You know, it, it, it gave me another, like a, a, a what word am I looking for? Like a, injection, uh, push. There, there you push. go. Yeah, another push into 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 uh, um, standing on His word. Mm. You know, like you said, but by the time we got to RPC, it's like okay, so why am I still asking man for help? You know what I'm saying? So instead of asking man for help, we go back to my father. Mm. He will put the the people necessary in my path to help if that if that is the case. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's what happened. Mm. You know, and even though I might not be all the way to the point of where I'm okay with my situation as mm. far as what I need to to pass the situation, now I don't have no worry. Mm. I'm not worried about it. Mm. At the end of the day, the Most High is going to provide what I need. At the time that I needed, mm-hmm. you know, even though I feel that I needed it right now, I need it now. I need this now. I need this now. And it, oh, 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 hold up! You, there's, there's something you know. You need to, you need to hold for a second. You know, that's that's what I'm getting from all of this. <coughs> I kept trying to figure things out myself, my flesh, trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. What I, what what I need to do? What can I do? And, and it has nothing to do with what I can do. You know, and it was a reminder. That, you know what I'm saying, being with my brothers here, they reminded me where I needed to start and where I and who I needed to talk to. You know. So I mean right now, I don't even like me being here today, I didn't even want to have anything to do with what my issues were today. Mm-hmm. Today I wanted to uh be on the show and talk about the most high. You know what I'm saying? And and, and just to push that. My prayer right now was it's not for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about that. That that's that's between me and in my private space at home. Mm-hmm. When I close my doors, you know, and I have my one on one time with the most high. But even then, it's like I shouldn't even have to worry about what what my difficulty is. I, I need to start praying for other others. Because mm-hmm. that's how I'm gonna get my blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, um, it, it opened my eyes to a whole nother understanding of why we have to go through change and why in change there is pain. You know, because we don't never want to change. You know, because it causes a different route. It, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable with change. And, you know, I, I, I for, for the longest I felt like I was okay with the level where I was at. You know, thinking mm-hmm. that okay, I I, I, I did enough. I sh- I know enough. So therefore, now that I I feel that I know enough, 
I should get what I'm asking for because I've done enough and it's not enough. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that and, and me going in this situation proved that. I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me to claim and and, and to be a uh, example, a representative of the most high, I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like you should be doing? That's not enough. I need to do deeper seeking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, instead of looking for my blessings, I need to start uh, 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 gaining more wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Instead of looking for the, the, the way out of things, let me stay within it and allow him to guide me out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been looking for riches and, and, and stuff like that. And it's like, well, hold up, man. I, I, before I get that, I, I still need more wisdom. And, and that's supposed to be the, the, the best, best thing. Best thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I stopped for a while. You know, I mean, I stopped seeking for a while. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just being a, a husband, you know, being a father and just working and, 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 and we're just doing that, you know, staying focused on that. And I fell off, mm-hmm. you know. So it made sense of, because because the way that I, I push it so hard and for me just to fall off the way that I did, I was asking for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't. In a sense, not asking no, for this. No, no, you, 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 on, you on the right track because you, you said you, you, you fell off from seeking. You right. stop. You was focused. It ain't like you was BSing. You was focused on being a husband, a father, and providing for your family. But you lost sight, not at the most high necessarily, but seeking the deeper right. understanding of the most high. Right. So to show you that you need to get back on that, that same that ride that had you seeking to even meet us to begin with. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta slow you down. I gotta right. keep you still right. for a minute. They say, be still and know that, that I am Yah. If you out there ripping and running, you ain't got time to be still. You, you're trying to do what you got to do. Right. And he said, it, be anxious for nothing, but in all prayers. All, what's it? Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, do prayer and supplication. supplication yeah. Right. So, and that's, and that, that was my problem. Anxious. Was I'm anxious. Trying, I'm trying to get out this hole. I'm trying to do everything that I can do. Hold your best friend sometimes. That hole could be, it could be a, it could be a protector. Why you in that hole? It might be a bunch of BS going on up on top that ain't even supposed to have nothing to do with you. But when he ready for you to get back up there, he gonna pull you out the hole. But he put you in the hole to preserve you. In a sense, you preserve, you know, you pack people, what the old, old folks used to pack their meat in the ground. You know what I'm saying? Or, or pack it in like preserve something it. to preserve it. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or in like some, some mulch or something. You know, but at any rate, not to, not to go in a different direction than what you was going, but yeah, bro, you, you clearly, you, your mission what you chose to accept is far from over. Right. And it's gonna it's gonna exceed being a husband, being a father, and working. It's bigger than that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There are individuals that ain't your wife or your kids that you're gonna have to reach that ain't gonna necessarily be involved in trucking. Right. But right. you're gonna have to have the information to get them. Right. You know, it's not that it's not enough to to give your testimony, but once they've received that. Then what? You gotta have the information, and that's why this, 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 the letter of Aristeus, I think, is gonna be so. I only read the first ten verses, and the most I was like reading on the show, because it's new to me. I've never read it. 
And as I was reading, I started, because I asked Jai, I said, you want to sit down and read with me? She want me to feed her dog, baby. You know, I'm like, I'm not feeding that dog, baby. You want us to read? <laughs> we can read together. And I sat down and started reading out loud, and it felt weird, because it wasn't like reading Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. I had never uttered the words, but I heard what I was saying, so I started reading them myself. And the Ruach was like, take that to the show. I'm going to read the whole joint. And Candace gave it to us like what? Like three weeks ago, maybe. You got the photocopy, Jonah. Oh, you got the book. Yeah, Jonah, yeah, yeah. Jonah. So, I mean, I've had it. But today, he was like, man, you know, for a reason, I'm not going to go into it, but he was like, get your bag. My bag must stand in the truck. I haven't really, you know what I'm saying? I, I lay in the bed and I talk to the most high in the morning. I don't really read. But like I said, I need, I want this now. I need it. You know what I'm saying? I need this. Because that's new information. There's always something new that comes out of, out, of, out of the good old KJV, you know what I'm saying, when you're rocking with the Watt. Yeah. But that's the information, Joe. This is where all the... They fill the holes, bro. That's where it's at, man. I don't know how many complete books is, is there, bet- or chapters... I'm going to read this whole joint, though. Between the two sections? Yeah. But, man, that's where it's at. And there, you know? And, you know, not the... Uh, Ultimate Apocrypha. Like I said, I wasn't trying to, to stop you oh, or no. cut you off. No, you but, you know, where, where he... With the direction these jive had me going in, maybe maybe that was your mindset, because that's the culture you're used to. Mm. You know, maybe you're used to, maybe or maybe you're creating you you've created your your own culture because maybe I don't want to put too much about what what I know out there without you doing it, but you know maybe the Most High is using you or allowing you an opportunity to create something new for yourself. But he still need to do what he got to do with you. You know what I'm saying? The moves you're making for your family, you see how you put your family back together. So apparently, what the most I put together ain't no man gonna tell his son. Mm, right. So whoever came at you, whatever, I know it was the enemy. Oh, it's definitely the enemy. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, definitely. whatever means he used, whether somebody in your house or somebody at the hospital or whatever that he tried to use to tear your family apart, the most I put it back together. Yeah. So you know for a fact he's rocking with you. But he needs, he needs to fill your mind now. You know what I'm saying? He got your spirit. The brother can see when you activate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got all the energy in the world. Now he needs to fill your mind with, with the riches, with the wealth. So once it's up there, you know what I'm saying? Can then it can come out your it? mouth. Can't and then you'll have it. Can't nobody take nothing from your mind. They can try to put BS in your head, but they can't take nothing from you. That's why people always running their dap blame out. Trying to fill your mind with a bunch of whatever they think. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever look up brainwashing? Brainwashing? Was I supposed to? Yeah, you said you were going to look up the definition for it. And you were going to go into brainwashing. How, how oh, yeah, how yeah, that's, that's, be yeah. That's, the move, uh, that's the move for going into 2020. I got you. Yeah. All right. But I mean, no, I can no look say it up. Say it. Yeah, because I mean, I, 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 know, I know where the most I got me going. Right. I, know, I know where he got me going. And that's. But the reason why I bring that up is because it, I think it's it can it joins in with culture. Somehow it you, does. you can be brainwashed. It does. into a culture, mm-hmm. and everything you because what is culture? Culture. What, let, I'm gonna let him read the definition for. It. Go ahead, say what you was about to say. It's, it, it, when you bring up the culture, and we and we go back to the our understanding of culture mm-hmm. as black colored people, mm-hmm. however you want to call it, they. Uh, uh, the powers that the, the be at the time mm-hmm. gave us a culture to 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 um to start. They gave us Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they they planted that 
like we already on it. Like yeah. you're saying, like what what is the, the definition of culture, all this kind of stuff. But but if we were given this book and then telling us like, okay, then this is your religion. This is how you supposed to act and this is gonna be your culture. Because mm. I look at I look at my my quote unquote culture and everything it spawned from uh it came really from the Adventist background, because that's what I was born and raised in. So that facilitated everything else, how I conducted myself both in and out of my home. Right. It was based on those principles. Principles from the Bible. Um, and once you stay there, stay in your culture. Stay there, yeah. yeah. The, but that's a part of the culture. And the part of the, something that's pivotal a part of that culture is believing that this is it. Right. There's, there's, there's a limit. There's a cap. Right. And once you have this and you've, you're in this truth right here, then you don't need nothing else. There is no more information you need to attain, nothing else, no more wisdom you need to get. You good. It, it couldn't have been nothing but the, the most high that had you say that about brainwashing. Because y'all, anybody you watch this show, we learn together on this show. You we know do. What I'm saying? We, 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 it gets broken down in the moment. So there is no definition for brainwashing. The most I said, you got to read the definition of brain and then go to wash. And read the <laughs> because for this reason, there is a brainless, brain pain, brain sick, but no brain wash. No brain wash. So, but there is a brain washing. We just got to get. You got to break it down. You got to break it down. So the definition of brain, uh, the, the mass of nervous tissue filling, <clears throat> the mass of nervous tissue filling the cranial cavity of the skull, the chief center of the nervous system and the seat of consciousness. It's the brain. The seat of the consciousness. Seat of consciousness. Okay. Intelligence, the seat of consciousness, intelligence, and of willed. Not the willed, of willed. Hmm. Intelligence. Of will. The chief center of the nervous system and the seat of consciousness, intelligence, and of, of will. And some reflex actions. And many invertebrates. Invertebrates. That would be us, right? Yeah, invertebrates. A nerve center in the head or a head ganglion yeah. functioning as the chief nerve center of the whole animal. Brainstorm. A violent but that's for brainstorm? At brainstorm, a violent but temporary outburst of passion. What? We use that word differently. Wrong. Yeah. Brainstorm is coming together trying yeah. to, you know, shoot ideas yeah. out there. Yeah. Come with a, Theorizing, yeah, hypothesizing, right. brainstorm session. A violent but temporary outburst of passion is a brainstorm. According to this universal <laughs> reference library, which we know who the authors are. Brain trust, a group of advisors to an executive, supposedly highly educated, suppose, I like that, supposedly, supposedly highly, highly educated, educated and expertly trained to dash out the brains of, destroy, kill, mm, to dash out the brains of, to, to destroy, kill by a blow on the head. That's crazy, that's what happened to my man too. Blunt force head trauma. Um, brainless, without wit, without understanding. Brain pain, the part of the skull incising, incising the cranium. Brain sick, mentally disordered or mad. Mm -hmm. So, 
brain. The 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 nervous tissue filling the cranial cavity of the skull, the chief center of the nervous system. That's good. The chief system of the nervous system and the seat of consciousness, intelligence, and of the will, and some reflex actions. That's the brain. Okay. The chief center of the nervous system and the seat. Focus on the seat of consciousness, intelligence, and of will. Some reflex and actions. That's brain. So the seat of consciousness, intellect, and will. Wash, which is a little longer. Uh, your mic at? Uh, should be good. I don't know. What's uh, I was saying like, our voice is a little louder than uh, Damon's. Wash to cleanse by means of a liquid, usually water, purify, right? To take out or off. It's it's, it's, it's a good little number of these joints here. So don't just don't don't jump straight to the first few. To take out or off as dirt or a stain. To take out or off as dirt or stain. But if they're taking out your consciousness mm -hmm. or your intelligence or your will or your reflex or your actions, you know, so uh, that was the second one. To cover with water, cause water to flow against. This is all definition of wash. Right. Uh, wet as the shores are washed by breaks, breakers. Uh, number four, to take away by the action of water as the bridge was washed away by the flood. Uh, to overlay with thin metal, painting to cut with, so chemical. Mm -hmm. uh, that was in the, oh. so in chemistry rather, to cleanse a precipitate and a filter by passing distilled water through it, to pass a gas over or through a liquid, so we're not talking about chemistry, uh, verb. To become clean by the use of water, perform one's ab ablutions, ablutions, there's an ablations, one's ablutions. To cleanse something by rubbing in water, to be worn away by action of water, to move with a flowing lapping sound, colloquial, to endure without harm, the cleansing action of water. Uh, fin, I don't know what that means. A sale of a stock or, or bond at a stipulated price. Financial, okay. A, a, a sale of a stock or bond at a stipulated price to a broker who has agreed to buy it back at the same price. I guess it's a watch. Now, the act of making clean with water. A collection of articles, um, especially clothing and household linen, to be cleansed with water. The dash sound or action of a body of water, a material deposited by water, disturbed air behind a moving airplane or disturbed water behind the propellers, paddle wheels, oars, etc., propelling a boat, liquid with, the, liquid with which anything is washed as a thin coat of color, a dentif dentifrice, oh. a lotion, Waste, waste liquid, waste liquid, especially kitchen waste for feeding pigs. An area of land flooded by water, a marsh, archaic, 
an upper surface sloped as sloped so as to shed water, a structure for receiving and carrying of water. Everything about wash, damn near, involved water. water. Involved water in some way, except that second one, where there's to take out or off as dirt or stain. Oh, by the use of water. Yeah, to take out or off. So the brainwash is in essence the made up word. But yeah. You know what I mean? And, and giving his own definition of what society wants to understand what brainwashing is. But in this little in this little these two words, you know, for it's the washing by some form of water. Water. The the chief center of the nervous system and the seat of consciousness or your intelligence and of your will. Now we get we get baptized, you know what I'm saying? And they say that washes away all our sins. Mm -hmm. Well the blood washes away our sins. That True. baptism is an outward show. It's supposed to be what we were taught, but I know that's not what baptism really is, based on some some other studies. But uh you know, then you got the christening involving water. Uh, I don't know if those acts would literally result in because you put yourself through it, you you subject your 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 consciousness to to change, to be different, to your intelligence to be watered down, your conscience to be watered down. Because now you subject yourself to what these people tell you. You know, you add you you baptize into this particular church, this particular denomination. Mm -hmm. Now all your your studying and your understanding comes from them. You know what I'm saying? Not that that would be brainwashing, but that act of, in the water. We see the example. We're given an example. We, we, we're told in Scripture that the Savior was baptized, that Jehovah was baptized by John the Baptist. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go into that. I don't know how to really view that at this point. I'm pretty sure there's a, some information out there. But if that's what the most I chose to use, to signify that this was his son, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? With the dog. That act that. Of, mm -hmm. of, of, if it's really dying to the old you and allowing truth to wash over your brain mm -hmm. or your intelligence or, you know what I'm saying, truth to wash over your brain. So now your brain is still being washed, but with truth. There's nothing wrong with washing something. Right. You want to wash your clothes. You don't want to wear the same foggy behind clothes Very true. every day. So washing isn't a bad thing. But to be brainwashed, is using a negative connotation, yeah. negative connotation. But if you brainwashed by the truth, then that's something to clean your brain, clean your mind. When I hear somebody's been brainwashed, it, it, it gives me the inclination that they their mind has been controlled to think a certain way. Yep. It means somebody took control of their free will. The only thing I know that's parallel to that is hypnotism. When you give your will over, somebody takes control of your will and makes you believe or do whatever they want you to do. The fact that it's parallel with that is, you know, not strange, but that's just, I mean, I would never want nobody. I remember people used to do that, you know, at shows. Come down here and be hypnotized. It's, you know, I ain't, I ain't never nah. subscribed to that. It's like, no, you ain't going to sit around and make me do something. I don't know. I don't even know what's happening. Alcohol, do that good by itself. Oh. I have you in a place of doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Wake up the next morning like, uh. Like, what in the world? What the hell I do? Black my head. What happened? And uh, that's a terrible feeling. To not know what you did, but even with that, um, you know, from a personal perspective, I was brainwashed. I, I was brainwashed, 
and I believe in a negative way for 37 years. I was, I was made to think a certain way. I was told to believe a certain way, and I was only showed, shown what the enemy wanted me to see. You know what I'm saying? My enemy, I ain't necessarily talking about the devil. I'm talking about the enemy of our souls, the enemy of the most high, which is the religious power that controls and propagates this material that is given out in these churches. You know what I'm saying? I mean, talk about from these pulpits. It's to control the masses so you can give them your money, be have your behind in their seats every Sunday or whatever Saturday, and and uh, uh, subscribe to whatever it is that they pushing. You know what I'm saying? That's our culture. That was a part of our culture. You know, we mm -hmm. Friday night TV go off. Yeah. You know, don't come back on that Saturday night. That was a part of our culture. You know, it was yeah. it was no question about it. No question. You know what I'm saying? You in the house. Your, your church clothes is laid out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't gonna be you ain't gonna be ironing on the Sabbath. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna no go food, in the store no cooking food. no food. That was I. But that ain't even the culture no more. That's changed. Yeah, yeah. That's changed now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember the first time my mother took us out to eat on Sabbath. Yeah, on I'm Sabbath. I'm like, mom, we supposed to be doing this? We everybody we going to Golden Corral? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You gonna pay for it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We gonna steal the food? Well, I, I thought we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. You know, go gas, none of that stuff. You know, get your grocery shopping out the way. As I've let tradition leave the forefront of my mind. It's like that stuff don't even really matter because you'll find yourself hindering the spirit. It's meaningless. You know what I'm saying? You're you going you to not go to the grocery store. You're going to not go to the gas station. But the most high very well may have. I'm in the, I'm in the gas station a few times ago when this, I mean, in the, in the grocery store, this man giving me the breakdown of, of the creation of man from Enoch. Had me walking in, in the grocery store in circles. You know what I'm saying? But I've met people in grocery stores that have opportunity to share truth with them. It... It, it's the time and place that's set by the most high, and who are we to try to alter that? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this because it's the Sabbath. It says Sabbath was not made for man, but man for the Sabbath, right? It's correct. One thing about that is like a part of the culture was, as well, and I'm looking at it from a young age because that's when I grew up in it. All my elders, everybody who's taking care of me, looking out for me, this there were telling me what was going on. They were framing the culture for me. And it was always like, Okay, Sabbath come, we can't do nothing. Cut off TV, cut off video games, can't go outside, play, can't do nothing. So what is that left to do? Lay, eat food and lay around and sleep till the sun go down. All those hours are wasted. When they could, when studying could be done during those hours by those who are seeking. Mm -hmm. But from a young perspective, mm -hmm. being brought up in it, now it's grafted into my mind. I'll say, okay, TV's off. If I'm not studying enough, if I'm not deep in my word, because I'm coming from the mind of a sheep now. Not somebody who's awakened, but I don't feel like reading the word. What do I do on Saturday now when the Sabbath come? Went to church, so I don't need to look at my word no more or read it because I got everything I needed from the pulpit. Mm. So now after that, find a meal, maybe a potluck, or maybe if I got food in my house, I eat that. But then for the rest of those hours, what happens? TV's off. I'm restricted in so many ways. What am I going to do? Some people might go out and help, but I'm talking about the average regular sheep that's caught up in the culture. What do they do? Just go to sleep. Occupy your time. Try not to sin or do anything that might break the Sabbath until the hours of the Sabbath are over. Then do and whatever it, you want to do. Then do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. No, 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 I'm talking about like a floodgate. Yeah. You let that joint out. It's like, as soon as the sun go down, six, you're at the door. seven o'clock. Looking at the sun, sundown, sundown. Right, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. We off to do whatever we... And, 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 and it, it creates that anticipation for the sun for to go the down. Sabbath to be you over. rushing the hours of the most holy and pleasant day that the most high would love to spend time with you on. It's his day. Rejoice in the fact that it's his day. From sun up to sun. Don't look at your clock waiting for this day to end. This is my day. I bless this day, but you waiting for it to end. Why? Because 
culture has given you so many restrictions. So it almost backfires then, in a sense. Yeah. Because of the natural flesh that we have, that's gonna that's gonna cause us to backfire. True. You know what I'm saying? If you if you are have a culture of something that that's what you do every Sabbath and you're not there, you're not there understanding mm -hmm. of what the Sabbath is about, you know what I'm saying? That will cause anybody to like you said, you just waiting for that 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 waiting for the joint to end. For, you just waiting for it. So it's almost like it's a it's a backfire. I, I will say is as a kid they had programs and stuff for us to attend in the afternoons that were occupy sometimes that would occupy our minds. But that was only after a certain age. High school, after that, man, I, if I had my liberty of my Because during the week, by the time we got to high school, and some of us earlier than that, middle school, or even on the back part of elementary school, during the week, we was doing all types of stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So once the Sabbath came, it was just, all right, so for the next 20, 12 hours, <laughs> really, from sunup to sundown, or 24, if you're looking at the, the, the period of the day, Saturday, we can't, we can't do what we normally do. You know what I'm saying? You don't do, but after that, then you can go back to doing what you normally do. So it was just like, all right, well, shoot, this will be over with soon, and I'm going to go right back to what I was doing. And it got to a point, it was like, man, well, why wait? You know what I'm saying? If, if, if I'm not really, I'm not getting nothing from this experience as a teenager, 16, 17, 18, if we wasn't going to a church that had females there, there was really no reason to go. Yeah. And we grew up at a church that had a lot of females at first church. I mean, they had all, all the youngest, had all you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once we moved from up there, going down to Pisgah, I mean, there was some females down there, but we was, we was, we wanted, I mean, why are we, are we over down here in the country? We was trying to go back up first church, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and kick it with the, you know what I'm saying? Like go, down, go uptown, you know, <laughs> holler at my peoples or whatever, and then maybe go to Columbia. By that time, my brother was driving. We didn't have to sit around and wait for my mother. You know what I'm saying? And and that generally results in us when we did come to church stinking. You know, you come to church smelling like weed, you know, smelling like beer or whatever. Well, you wouldn't dare do that as a kid, even if you were dabbling. 11, 12, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't. Man, not let your parents smell nothing on you because you're going to go to church bruised up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What's that? Now, I'm just, this is interesting to hear because you know I never grow up. I never grew up uh, in Adventist. Mm -hmm. right. So me just listening to this, that's, that's interesting because it, it 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 was the opposite for me. It was almost like me growing up, we was doing worship on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I wanted to know more because I didn't have those those restrictions mm -hmm. on a certain day. You know what I'm saying? Now, as I got older, I wanted to know. Okay, now I don't need my parents. To tell me what you know, what I'm saying as far as religion goes, mm -hmm. or you know, what I'm saying um, or anything like that. Like for me, because I didn't have that, I wanted to know about it. Hmm. I was eager to know about it. Didn't know how to go about it, but I was. You know, what I'm saying like, like what, what I'm hearing is it, it, it's just interesting because it seems like y'all grew up into this, into the word and then how you're supposed to, you know, go about the Sabbath. You know how it's supposed to be ran, and you know things you're supposed to do. I didn't have any of that, so you know, as as, as uh, I'm hearing y'all, you know, as teenagers growing up into it and becoming men, it's like okay, because you grew up with it so much. By that time, now that you got your own mind, you're able to make your own choices, regardless of what your parents are saying. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to figure out or understand what the word is talking about, 
You want to do other things. Mm. So I wanted to figure out what the world was about. Growing up with the understanding basically made you feel like you already knew it. Right. So there was no, there's nothing else. Yeah, what, what, what else is there for me to know? Elitist. I've been doing this for the past 17 years. Yeah. I know how to do this. I want to know how to do something else. But the, the, the plus side to growing up like that is once you did step out there and saw the BS in the world like the prodigal son, you went out there and all the riders living and doing all this madness, you realized, hold up, there is something to this church thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not, 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 not in what we know now, you know what I'm saying, as far as we see the, 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 the BS and the structure of it and all the, the religious propaganda, the bureaucratic BS. But there is, the, to be given an understanding that there's God, he has a son, he has a spirit, he died for you, your sins can be forgiven, there's a chance for you to live a better life, that's priceless information to have. I know a lot of people that don't have that understanding or that concept and they're very violent. Or either they're really depressed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Very few of them are, are even. You're even going to be real because it's, it's you against the world. But it ain't us against the world. We got help. Most people, they, 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 you got to, all right, you got to bank it. All right, well, you got a business. You can have, you got a business, you got employees. You can get bank cards for your employees to go to the company bank to cash their paycheck, the company check. Mm. But they can't take any money out. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, they can't, they can't take any money out of the account. They can't go there and use that card as an ATM card. Okay. They can use it to deposit their check. Say, all right, you work for Precision that. Landscaping. Okay. I can give you an employee bank card okay. where you can go to the bank. If you got a, if you got a, a Bank of America account, you can use this card no, I'm wrong. You can use the card to withdraw money to a certain amount, but you can't access the account. Just that's what money You can use have... the card at the ATM machine to access money from the account, but you can't access the account. You huh. couldn't go in the bank and say, yeah, I got this card. I want to take, take whatever. All the money out. Yeah, hey, you can't, you can't do that. And that's what growing up, growing up with this Adventist understanding was like having an ATM card that you could take to church, to the bank, you pray, you might get some blessings, but you, we didn't fully have, we, now we got access to the account. We got access to the Father. We got access to Yah. We don't need, we can break that little plastic card up. It's, it's worthless because it only allows us access at these machines, at these different locations. When the account holder mm -hmm. is the most high, he's everywhere, you know what I'm saying? And in everything, it, it's a, you, you, grow up, you grow up with this knowledge of, of, of this understanding that it's Jesus, and you, it's like you got, the, you got the ultimate black card. You know what I'm saying? I know something you don't know. I got something you don't got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a relationship. I go to church. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I know this scripture. I know that scripture. Do you know why the scripture was given? Do you know the person that gave it? You know what I'm saying? Do you know who they're really talking about? Do you know who the people are that this book is really referencing? Most people don't know that. But they go to church every flipping Saturday or Sunday. They, they don't know who Jesus is. They know that. They know how to sing praises and praise and worship and all that other stuff. They pay their tithe faithfully. And they're watching these mega churches pop up. You know what I'm saying? We got three of them, right? Right out there. You got Reed Temple, uh, Evangel First Cathedral, Baptist and Church. First Baptist Church of Glenard, right there in a 10 mile radius. Mm -hmm. Sucking all the wealth out of Bowie. You know what I'm saying? All that money in Bowie. They, they, you going to either one of them joints right there, if you. If you got some, some, you know what I'm saying, you, 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 you part of like, you know, that bougie upper class and you go to church, you go to one of them jokers, you're not going to, uh, 
you know, side of the rock. Yeah, you ain't going. You know, evangel evangelistic like meeting one, house. One story you know, yeah, you know, you ain't going to a white joint with the cross on the door. You're not going there. You got it's got to be somewhere with it. They got levels. You know what I'm saying? You might need it's to gotta sit represent up high. your status. Yeah, your status. Yeah. Exactly. Your, your spiritual status. It matches your spiritual status, man. And that's yeah, a part. Yeah. That's a part of culture part too, of culture. though. It's part of culture. So look, what, culture is the tillage, cultivation, of, tillage, cultivation of the soil for agricultural purposes. The tillage. Cultivation of the soil for agricultural purposes. That's what the definition of culture is. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. We were called to be a royal priesthood, a, royal, uh, a chosen priesthood and royal nation. I'm saying that backwards. A royal priesthood and a chosen nation. And we attend these churches that are supposedly matching our spiritual status mm. when really we're underneath the wrong institution to be acting that way to be right. Yes, we are a royal priesthood in the nation. We should be represented as such for our spiritual status. We're just doing it in the wrong house. Mm. We're doing it in the wrong institution. We're doing it under a delusion and a lie, which is the reason why it's more potent, because it allows us to be our natural selves in the wrong facility, in the mm. wrong place. So, because think about it. It would be too easy and too stark for the devil just to be like, nah, y'all not that. So now y'all just worship like this and be this way. But naturally, we come out, we flourish. You think about mega churches and their choirs. Sound glorious. Be so many of us up in that joint. I'm not saying that if you got other people in the joint, you don't sound right, because Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir got everybody in it, and that joint sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. But it's just like we're doing what we were naturally called to do, which is give him praise, his chosen priesthood. But we're in the wrong, we're underneath the wrong banner, the wrong institution. When that gets applied to the heritage and the culture that we originally had. We got our cultures changed. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> our heritage was changed. Bad. We're doing what we were meant to do, what we were meant to be underneath the wrong culture and heritage. Oh, mercy. Brainwashed bad. under the guise of the wrong culture. And it goes into, if, if your culture is care given to the rearing, growth, or development of bad. animals, plants, or the like. The care given to the rearing, growth, or development of animals, plants, or the like. The propagation of microorganisms for scientific use. Also a growth of microorganisms. Now this is one for the improvement or discipline secured by practice or training. Mm. That's the fourth definition of culture. Man. Improvement or discipline secured by practice or training or the means employed to secure such improvement. Yeah, underline that one. That's the, the, that's, that's the definition. Improvement or discipline secured by practice or training. Discipline. See, but that improvement, it ain't necessarily, it may not, it may not necessarily improve you. It'll change you. It'll definitely, it'll definitely change you. You know what I'm saying? The culture can't. Because, look, cause I'm, I'm going to tell you why I said that. Uh, and improvement is is up to the you know it's it, it's it's differently judged by those who view it. It could be an improvement to some, but not to others. It says improvement or discipline improvement secured or by discipline. practice or training. Okay, so it's an improvement. You which means you improved, get better, right? Or, or discipline. Or discipline. You're gonna learn your lesson. You're gonna learn your lesson. You'll stay in your place. And you're gonna fit in your mold. You are going to fit in your mold. So either you're going to fit in your mold and improve, or you're going to fit in your mold and not improve, you're going to be in your mold. You're going you're gonna to do this. You're going to, culture, eh, that's what it do, huh? Discipline secured by practice or training or the means employed to secure such improvement as physical culture, voice culture. Five, the training of the mental or moral powers or the result of such training as shown in intellectual 
aesthetic and spiritual development, refinement. Six, a particular type of intellectual development as Greek culture. As Greek culture. As Greek culture. That's why I said what I said, you know what I'm saying? As far as the Greeks think they they, they were the best things in sliced bread. So everybody should think like us. Philosophy age and all that. So improve, if you you take our culture on, it's going to be an improvement. You know what I'm saying? But since we're inflicting this culture on you, you're going to get disciplined one way or the other. And that's what's spread across the world, that, that Greek and Roman culture, European culture. That goes right back to what I was saying earlier. Uh, the, you know, the powers that be gave us a culture to, to go by. That's what, that's what Nebuchadnezzar tried to do with, uh, with the three Hebrew boys, boys and Daniel. Yeah. He tried to change their culture, but they, they knew who Yah was. Knew, yeah. They knew Yahweh Shai hadn't come yet, but they, they knew who there was a Mashiach coming, a Messiah that was supposed to be coming. And they knew to look, he was coming to them through their people, not through what they, and, and, and shoot, Nebuchadnezzar, and they looked alike. There wasn't no white man. There wasn't no white dude. Nebuchadnezzar was not a white dude. You know what I'm saying? But that culture leading, and the fact that they changed our culture, hmm. apparently, this dude, Aristeus, Aristeus, felt the need to or, or sensed that a culture shift was coming. And I gathered that just from the first few verses that I read. But I'm going I'm to I'm start reading. You stop stop me wherever you feel. Because I don't know. This joker is. Is there any forward to this? Like what? I just, I, I, just, just, got, the I just got the. Uh, I, we're not going to get through all of this. We're not going to yeah. get through this whole thing. Very true. But I just wanted to get the first, the first, about first, you know, about 15, 20 verses in your ear, and if not more, depending on how we jump around, I mean, we got 45 minutes. It's a, since I have collected material, since I have collected material for a memorable history of my visit to Eleazar, the high priest of the Jews, and because you, Philocrates, Philocrates, as you lose no opportunity of reminding me, has set great store upon receiving an account of the motives and object of my mission. I have attempted to draw up a clear exposition of the matter for you, for I perceive that you possess a natural love of learning. Man, when I when I, I felt like the Most High was talking, talking to, you. to me. You know what I'm saying? As as effed up as I was really feeling, listen to what he's saying. I say I, I I have attempted to draw up a clear exposition of the matter for you, for I perceive that you possess a natural love of learning, a quality which is the highest possession of man to be constantly attempting to add to his stock of knowledge and acquirements, whether through the study of history or by actually participating in the events themselves. I'm like, Joe, you, you off the chain, most high. And this, he, you waited till I was almost forty to give me this, man. It is by this means, by taking up into into itself the noblest elements, that the soul is established in purity and have fixed its aim on piety, the noblest goal of it all, of all. It uses this as its infallible, the soul uses this as its infallible guide and so acquires a definite purpose. It was my devotion to the pursuit of religious knowledge that led me to undertake the embassy to the man I have mentioned, Eleazar, who was was held in the highest esteem by his own citizens and by others, both for his virtue and his majesty, and who had in his possession documents of the highest value to the Jews, not the Jewish people, to the Jews in his own country and in foreign lands for the interpretation of the divine law. I gotta read that again. Uh, da, 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 da. 
It was my devotion to the pursuit of religious knowledge that led me to undertake the embassy to the man I have mentioned, who was held in the highest esteem by his own citizens and by others, both for his virtue and his majesty, and who had in his possession documents of the highest value, like we got these scriptures now, mm -hmm. to the Jews in his own country and in foreign lands for the interpretation of the divine law. For their, for their, for their, for their laws are written on leather parchment and Jewish characters. And Jewish characters. This embassy then I undertook with enthusiasm, having first of all found an opportunity of pleading with the king on behalf of the Jewish captives who had been transported from Judea to Egypt by the king's father when he first obtained possession of this city and conquered the land of Egypt. It is worthwhile that I should tell you this story. It is worthwhile, it is, it is worthwhile that I should tell you this story, too, since I am convinced that you, with your disposition towards holiness and your sympathy with men who are living in accordance with the holy law, will all the more readily listen to the account which I purpose to set forth, since you yourself have lately come to us from this island and are anxious to former and are and are anxious to hear everything that tends to build up the soul. On a former occasion, too, I sent you a record of the facts which I thought worth relating about the Jewish race. The record which I had obtained from the most learned high priest of the most learned land of Egypt. As you are so eager to acquire the knowledge of those things which can benefit the mind, I feel it incumbent upon me to impart to you all the information in my power. As you are so eager to acquire the knowledge of those things which can benefit the mind, I feel it incumbent upon me to impart to you all that information in my power. All the information in my power. I should feel the same duty towards all who possess the same disposition, but I feel it especially towards you since you have aspirations which are so noble and since you are not only my brother in character, not in, yeah, but they wouldn't have said that anyway. My brother in character, no less than in blood, but are one with me as well in the pursuit of goodness. For neither the pleasure derived from gold nor any other of the possessions which are prized by shallow minds confers the same benefit as the pursuit of culture and the study which we expend in securing it. But that I may not worry you about too long, but, but that I may not worry you by by a too lengthy introduction, I will proceed at once to substance, to the substance of my marriage. He's giving this brother a claim for his seeking of religious knowledge, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And he's he finds it worthwhile that this man has such a thirst for this type of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So with that, he's going to give him everything that he has learned thus far. Because he himself has been taught by the highest priest in Egypt. So he's he's done his digging. So the wisdom that he's received, he now wants to confer upon this dude is it Philocrates? Mm -hmm. That's because that's what he referenced in the beginning of the joint. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting from it. So he's about to lay on him. But in addition to that, he's talking about he went to go find this information or he's given this information to preserve a culture. So it's something that was lost before or they're trying to find out how things were at a certain point in time. But it has to do with religious knowledge and of course to the Jews. So this is about how the Jews used to carry things. And now I'm about to give you the whole gambit of everything that I learned about what they did. You got, you got people out here looking to get rich, looking to be successful, looking to have fun, looking to party, when 
a, a knowledge of religious things and a knowledge of culture. This joint says, for neither the pleasure derived from gold nor yeah. any other of the possessions which are prized by shallow minds yeah. offers the same benefit as Come the on. pursuit of culture and the study which we expend in securing it. Learn about yourself. Learn about you, not what you've been told about you. Because we're going to get to what our culture is. And this ain't our culture. We just, you know, we, say we, we, we strangers in the land. You know, we nomads. We, you know what I'm saying? We just passing through. Pilgrims. Pilgrims, yeah. Pilgrims in a strange land. He going to talking about Demetrius of Phalerum, the president of the King's Library, received vast sums of money for the purpose of collecting together, as far as he possibly could, all the books in the world. <laughs> That's what it say. Demetrius uh, of Phalerum, uh, the president of the King's Library, received vast sums of money. Remember how much that... America bit that joint was sixty five thousand dollars, Joe, for that book or something like that. Some crazy number. Well, we talking about king, king of king of where? Where so where where is he at right now? Do we know yet? Egypt. Oh, is Egypt? Okay. Yeah. So the king of Egypt had his man Demetrius gave him a large sum of money so See, he can get all books. I, I, I might I might be, I might be I might be wrong because I know they referenced the Septuagint, mm -hmm. and they probably mentioned the king. Somewhere down, like I said, I, I didn't get any further than... It may tell us, you know, going forward, it may tell us. But, but I know just... the king, I think it was, I, I want to say it was Alex, no, it couldn't have been Alexander. I don't know, we, we, I, we have to see it what may tell us. It's Demetrius of Phalarum, the president of the King's Library, received vast sums of money for the purpose of collecting together, as far as he possibly could, all the books in the world. By means of purchase... By means of purchase and transcription, he carried out to the best of his ability the purpose of the king. On one account, on one occasion, when I was present, he was asked, how many thousand books are there in the library? And he replied, more than 200,000, O king, and I shall make endeavor in the immediate future to gather together the remainder also so that the total of 500,000 may be reached. I am told that the laws of the Jews are worth. This is what got. I am told that the laws of the Jews are worth transcribing and deserve a place in eleven, and in, in, your, in library. your library. See these verses are right. Yeah, there I don't know the why they do that. In, in your library, what, what, what is to prevent you from doing this? Replied the king. Everything that is necessary has been placed at your disposal. They need to be translated. Answered Demetrius. Are you getting this? Mm -hmm. They need to be translated. These scriptures, the Jew, let's say. This say, man got a hold of Jewish scripture but couldn't translate it but knew they were important anyway and they deserved to be in and his, royal, to be in his, his royal library. So the king is like, what's preventing you from doing this? Demetrius like, man, they need to be, the uh, Demetrius answers for, he said, they need to be translated, answered Demetrius, for in the country of the Jews, they use a peculiar alphabet, just as the Egyptians do. Just as the Egyptians, too, have a special form of letters and speak a peculiar dialect. They are supposed to use the Syriac tongue, but this is not the case. Their language is quite different. And the king, when he understood, and the king, when he understood all the facts of the case, ordered a letter to be written to the Jewish high priest, Eleazar, mm -hmm. that his purpose, which this has already been described, be might be accomplished. So that's how I knew that, because in the Septuagint, Tell us who the king was. In the introduction of the Septuagint, it talks about, it talks about, 
king of Egypt? It talks about what took place to get this book written. So it says, uh, yeah, Alexander. After the conquest of Alexander had brought Egypt under Macedonian rule. So Alexander of Greece was ruling Egypt. That's Alexander the Great. Yeah, yeah Alexander the Great. It said, after it brought Egypt under Macedonian rule, the newly founded city of Alexander became especially a place where the Greek language, although by no means in its purest form, was the medium of written and spoken communication amongst the varied population there throughout. And it tells you that, uh, yeah, it's a whole lot. Um, but yeah, so it was Alexander. It was Alexander. Because it says that uh, Hellenistic Jews, where was it at? Um, I wasn't anticipating doing this, so, oh, the Greek, Jews, Jewish, possibly, um, Syriac, Lucian, Presbyterian, Antioch, uh, yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm thinking it was Alexander that was the king, you know what I'm saying, the king of the Greeks, after he conquered Egypt, he wanted to understand the Jewish law, it was worthy of because apparently the Jews they they did they, they did something apparently that was different, you know what I'm saying than everybody else, and they wanted to know what's up with these people. We need their law in our language, so that's when he sent the Iliads out. I had them seventy dudes. It's, it's in there. I just didn't. I couldn't specifically like go right to it. But you want you want to jump in there at twelve? Yeah. Um, thinking that the time. Had- uh, thinking that the time had come to press the demand which I had often laid before Sosibius of Tarentum and Andreas, the chief of the bodyguard, for the emancipation of the Jews who had been transported from Judea by the king's father. For when by a combination of good fortune and courage he had brought his attack on the whole district of Col Syria in Phoenicia to a successful issue in the process of terrorizing the country in its subjection. He transported some of his foes and others he reduced to captivity. The number of those whom he transported from the country of the Jews to Egypt amounted to no less than 100,000. Of these, he armed 30,000 picked men and settled them in garrisons in the country districts. And even before this time, large numbers of Jews had come into Egypt with the Persian. And in an earlier period, still others had been sent to Egypt to help whatever that man's name is, in his campaign against the king of the Ethiopians. But these were nothing like so numerous as the captives whom Ptolemy, the son of Lagos, transported. Huh. I was wrong. It says, uh, he says that the version of the law in the Greek was completed under the reign of Ptolemy Philadelphus. So it wasn't Alexander. It was Ptolemy? Ptolemy Ptolemy, Philadelphus. yeah, Ptolemy was a ruler. I remember yeah. that name from history. So that's, that's, that's when... So Ptolemy was transporting captives too. He trapped he transported more Jews than anybody else according to what this is saying. So he's giving them a rundown on that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh Ptolemy was. Yeah. yeah. Philadelphus. Right. Like some Greek name. Yeah. As I have already said, Ptolemy picked out the best of these, the men who were in the prime of life and distinguished for their courage and armed them. But the great mass of the others, those who were too old or too young for this purpose, and the women, too, he reduced to slavery. Not that he wished to do this of his own free will, but he was compelled by his soldiers who had claimed them as a reward for the services which they had rendered in war, having, as has already been stated, obtained an opportunity for securing their emancipation. I addressed the king with the following arguments. Let us not be so unreasonable as to allow 
our deeds to give the lie to our words. Mm. Huh. Since, the, since the law, which we wish not to transcribe, but also to translate, belongs to the whole Jewish race, what justification shall we be able to find for our, for our embassy while such vast numbers of them remain in the state of slavery in your kingdom? <laughs> you can't be transcribing the law of the Jewish nation and then keeping them enslaved is what he's saying. Can't be there's some gonna be repercussions, especially if you have respect for this law and the God, and the God that it's talking about who gave it, he gonna do something. Because it says, In the perfection of the wealth of your clemency, release those who are held in such miserable bondage. Since as I have been at pains to discover, the God who gave them their law is the Elohim who maintains your kingdom. <laughs> this man read the law. And he got convicted that whoever wrote this is God. So he's, he's condemning the king ahead of time before asking him permission. While he's asking permission to get this stuff translated oh, by the shit. Jewish people, he's like, first of all, all, the, all of them that we're doing wrong right now, we got to stop all that. Because how can we ask them to translate this law that their God gave them? And then by reading it alone, he's convicted. He's like, hold up, slow. Whoever wrote this is God. And he's giving you he's giving you the privilege of ruling right now. So he's over you. Any guy and he's talking to a foreign dictator. This person is not Jewish, so they don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. So he automatically knows that and he's putting it in his perspective. He's telling them he's like, look, man, this God is God, which means whoever you're worshiping ain't. So you gotta make this right before you even start translating. He is hit with the conviction of what he has read, how important this is. So I'm gonna just keep reading. Uh it says in the okay let me go back a little bit he says since the law which we wish not only to transcribe but also to translate belongs to the whole jewish race what justification shall we be able to find in our embassy while such vast numbers of them remain in the state of slavery in our kingdom in the perfection and wealth of your clemency release meaning you have the ability to release them release those who are held in such miserable bondage since as i have been in pains to discover the God who gave them their law is the God who maintains your kingdom. They worship the same God, the Lord and creator of the universe, as all other men, as we ourselves, O King. Though we call him by different names, such as Zeus or Dees, this name was very appropriately bestowed upon him by our first ancestors in order to signify that he through whom all things are endowed with life and come now, into being. Did you notice being, that? Did you know this? Ancestors? Right? Nah, it says this name uh, was very appropriately bestowed upon him, little h, by our first ancestors in order to signify that he, capital H. Mm -hmm. So that him that's referring to Zeus or this ain't the most high. Ain't the most right. high. But they, it's, it's who they believe is the ruler of all things. That's, yeah, that's what they believe. Yeah. But they ref when they say he, they talk oh, about yeah, the most Oh, yeah, okay, high. okay, okay. They, they, they so he realizes, he realizes that, Maybe. that, that he, what they he, figured out in is pales in comparison to, yeah, in his words. In his very words that he's word. using right. is showing the yeah. fact that the guys that they been worshiping, they ain't Zeus and this that you know they they think they is they, yeah, yeah, they think is that ain't him. Him yeah. is not he. Right. So so all in this language you see how he's convicted. Yeah. He's going into oh, yeah. he's going into the king telling him, Hey, look, we've been making some mistakes. And I'm about to take so he says, This name was very appropriately bestowed upon him by our ancestors in order to signify that he through whom all things were endowed with life and come into being is necessarily the ruler and lord of the universe. Set all mankind an example of magnan magnanimity, 
by releasing those who are held in bondage. And I remember, I, remember, I believe I remember the name of that. That's like graciousness. That's like great graciousness. Magnum, you're mag magnanimous. If, when you're magnanimous, you are known for your... Now, check me on this because I'm not positive. Check, you are known for being gracious or understanding. But look at magnanimous. Because that's, that's, that's how... That's what... Like, like Damon, you are magnanimous. That would be the word to describe you. So... Magnanimity or magnanimity, however you say that mess, is is a is a product of you being magnanimous. So that's why. I'm gonna argue with that. Yeah. I want to see. Mag. Mag. We should look at what. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. Magnanim. Magnesia. Magnanimous. Uh, oh, there's magnanimity right high there. High-minded. High-minded. Okay, so you're brilliant. In soul or feeling. Uh -huh. Generous, courageous, Generous, yep. heroic, benevolent. So, so having good virtues. So because you're so virtuous, and that, that would be that would be a synonym for it. soul, nobility. Yeah, nobility. So noble. It's magnanimity. Yeah. Freedom from pettiness. Dag. Now, y'all help me become <laughs> freedom the bag from the Joe. Y'all make me magnanimous. Make me magnanimous. So it's like you, it's you, above, you above the BS. And because you have that type of mind, because it's an attribute of your mind to be, th be thinking like that, go ahead and release everybody and that you held, holding in bondage. Because you are that type of brother who can understand what I'm telling you, and you will see the error in your ways. You have that nobility, that high. You don't want to be petty. You don't right, want to be right. common. As other kings will like have a grudge. Nah, they're my slaves. They're going to work for me. I'm going to keep them. I don't care who they are. That's not being magnanimous. Right. That's being like ignorant, almost. You know what I'm saying? Um, to continue, it says, after a brief interval, while I was offering up an earnest prayer to Elohim that he would so dispose the mind of the king that all the captives might be set at liberty, for the human race, being in creation of Yah, is swayed and influenced by him. Therefore, with many diverse prayers, I called upon him who ruleth the heart, that the king might be constrained to grant my request. This brother was convicted, dog. Who is Aristides? He's praying while he's talking to the king that he give him, give him a mind to do this. For I had, I was about to say, 18 great hopes. For I had great hopes with regard to the salvation of, of the men since I was assured that Yah would grant a fulfillment of my prayer. For when men from pure motives plan some action in the interest of righteousness and perform of noble deeds, Almighty Yah brings their efforts and purpose to a successful issue. We need, we need to heart. read that. We need and to read that again. I'll read it again. For, for I had great hopes with regard to the salvation of the men since I was assured that Yah would grant a fulfillment of my prayer. So he already knew what was going to happen. He was he had great assurance. For when men from pure motives, this is now he has, he's saying this because he has pure motives. Exactly. For when men from pure motives plan some action in the interest of righteousness and perform and the performance of noble deeds, Almighty Yah brings their efforts and purposes to a successful issue. This brother has wisdom. That's a, because that's a, for, that's a mean. When men from pure motives mm -hmm. plan some action in mm -hmm. the interest of righteousness. In the interest of righteousness. Not in their own interest, but in the interest of righteousness and the performance of noble deeds, Almighty Yah brings their efforts and purposes Hope, to a successful issue. Let, 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 me, let me put it on you why this was like read, that. why that was read at this table. That's what's going on right here. Us three could be doing anything else right now. But we come to do this because we have righteousness as the goal in mind. Right. So no matter what we do, 
He's bringing it to a successful end. He's bringing everything together in his plan because he sees what we're doing is for righteous purpose. Mm. Right. That's what we're doing. Not mm. for our own purpose. Not for our own purpose. Mm. What do we? What, what would we gain by here? Only thing we're spending our most valuable attribute here right now, which is time, and we're giving it to the Most High because we're doing His work. After you read the next sentence, I'm I'm, I'm actually gonna stop for a second. All right. Um. For women, almighty, okay. The king raised his head and looking up at me with a cheerful countenance asked, how many thousands do you think they will number? Hold up. That's a question. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want the people that's watching this that, are, that live here. That's I a live, scared question. To watch, to, to just think, think about it, right? Think about, think about who, think about who our president is or who the king would be referred to. You know what I'm saying? Where the most highest people are in slavery and in bondage. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whoever gets the balls to approach him, you know what I'm saying, like this Aristeus dude. Who's convicted. Convicted. That it's time for them to be let go. And it's time for us to be let go. I mean, I, I can I see, I can see Donald Trump simply asking him, well, how many of them is it that need to go? Because he don't want to see it anyway. But I mean, the, just the question, he seems like the type of dude that would ask that question. So how many of them? How many thousands do you I, think I, they will it's, number? It's gonna be, but how many of them? Mm -hmm. So he's saying how many thousands? Because there may have only been thousands. There's millions of us here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But how many? Like, I want you to give me a number just so he can Estimate. take the, 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 you know what I'm saying? Take the response, uh, not the responsibility, take, take ownership of or pride it. of doing it. Right. I'm the one that got rid of all those people. Yeah. Not knowing he's doing what the most high already stamped was going to take place. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. How how many? How many? Now I see what you say. Yeah, I see exactly yeah, what you say. I'm saying it's just because it's like, oh, this was coming. Yeah. So for, please, please, this this is recorded. This whole thing is recorded. Yeah, man. The question gonna be asked. We we need we need a new census. It's gonna, it's gonna be a new census that go out. I'm, I'm telling you, Joe, that number is gonna be it's gonna be made accurate because the Most High City gonna do it. It's going to be asked. There's going to be an organization put in place, a government agency, to get an accurate head count of the, of the people that need to be taken back home. All right. All right so this, 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 this king, he was like, yo, how many? And Andreas was like, who was standing near him, replied and said, a little more than 100,000. And then the king said, it's a small, it's small, it's a small boon indeed that Aristeus asked of us. Then Sosibius and some others who were present said, yes, but it will be a fit tribute to your magnanimity mm -hmm. for you to offer the enfranchisement of these people as an act of devotion to the Supreme Yah. What would make him look less petty than to let these people go home? These people he don't like anyway. It'd be to his magnanimity. It, it would it make him look like it would they already think he's Cyrus, it, and it would th feed into his pride because you know he ain't magnanimous. <laughs> he would just—he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll wear that. Yeah, I, I did I, it. I'll do it. I did it. I'll do that. I made that. Man. I made America great again." But he's the dude. He's the dude for the job, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he the dude. He the would dude. love to get credit for that, especially if somebody show him that it's biblical. Oh yeah. You know you're going to be fulfilling scripture. Oh, I, oh yeah, I am. Oh, great for me. Good for me. I, I love doing stuff good for me because I did it for me. Uh, I'm going to make America great again. He's going to remove. Mm -hmm. Hey, bro, this is some real stuff. 
Um, you have been greatly honored by Almighty Yah and exalted above all your forefathers in glory, and it is only fitting that you should render to him the greatest thank offering in your power. Extremely pleased with these arguments, he gave orders that in addition should be twenty, should be should, should be should be made to the wages of the soldiers by the amount of the redemption money, that twenty drachmae should be paid to the owners of every slave. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You have been greatly honored. Can you, can you start from there again? You have you, been greatly honored. Where is it? Oh, you have been greatly honored by Almighty Yah and exalted above all your forefathers in glory. And it is only fitting that you should render to him the greatest thank offering in your power. Extremely pleased with these arguments, he gave orders that in addition should be made to the wages of the soldiers by the amount of the redemption money that 20 drachmae should be paid to the owners of every slave, that a public order should be issued in and that registers the captives should be attached to it. He showed the greatest enthusiasm in the business, for it was Yah who had brought our purpose to fulfillment in its entirety and constrained him to redeem not only those who had come into Egypt with the army of his father, but any who had come before that time or who had been subsequently brought into mm, the kingdom. Mm, mm. It was pointed out to him that mm. the ransom money would exceed 400 talents. Sending them out with great substance. I mean, the people that they came over here and duped. Yeah. Their descendants and the slaves. And those who were there already. Like, and the jokers that are here as a result of us. Already. Everybody can Everybody. go back. Yeah. And they going out with great substance. And they can have and, this. And have, wealth. and have wealth. Why were these books removed? So, that's so, going to be. That's because, gonna I mean, be. <laughs> think about it, Brad. Think about it for real. Reading that right there gave me great power. I felt like I had some power in that. You've been at it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, wisdom. To learning, right? he to gave enjoyment. That. Remember that? The consistency yesterday? What? He gave him enjoyment. Wow. wow. Man. <laughs> Man. You said, why was this stuff taken? Because it was for now. This is, this is like... Can you this imagine is, this, this would have had opportunity to get perverted <laughs> like the rest of the Bible has been? This was removed, so it could not be perverted. This is in this, aside from the, the the translation of the words, being that you still see the Lord, you still see God. You know what I'm saying? Aside from that, I think the information, and that, and that's consistent in all this stuff. Right, but it's, the, the it's Lord English. And God, yeah, it's, it's, it's English. It's English. You know what I'm saying? Rendering. Right. So whatever it was written in, it wasn't. But I'm talking about what's being told. If we had this information in the Bible. This you know how many sermons could be preached from that right there? That's what we read. That's that's prophetic. Talking about all the people who have been captured and oppressed in a situation, just the few that are here now, but not just them, everybody who was before them. And it came off the words of a man who, who was convicted, who was given the charge at the opening of the book to give any and all resources to so he can claim every book in the world. Now think about this. Out of his search for every book that is in existence, he comes across the law of the Most High, mm -hmm. finds it, reads it, gets convicted by it, and stops his search of every book and says, hold on, we got to correct this wrong right now. And I'm convicted that this law has shown me something that no other book can. So I don't need to look for no other books because this is wisdom right here. What I have found has given me the wisdom and knowledge and understanding to know that whoever wrote this is the creator. He is the one who not only sustains them, but us as well. Whoever we was calling Zeus and D, 
We didn't know. Our forefathers put that name and they did it appropriately. But what I'm telling you right now is this is who they thought was Zeus. Uh, and that's uh -uh. not his name. That's not his name, man. And he brought all that within the first 20 chapters of this. But how, Jack, what else is in here? This is, this is new. This is, man, this brand spanking new. I ain't never heard of this. Shoot, oh, this is still... Oh, this is still chapter. Oh nah. Well, you chapter twenty. I just finished chapter twenty. I'm just you got reading. chapter listen? Yeah. No, I mean you know. The, I mean the the first actually. Verse, you right? Yeah. yeah. Verse twenty. That was verse twenty. It just keeps going up. It's yeah, because like you know why? Because it's a letter. Because it's a letter. It's a letter. It's a letter. Letter wasn't split up like like with uh, chapters because it's not a book. It's a letter. Yeah. This joint goes up to two. Ooh, three twenty two. Three hundred and twenty two uh, verses. <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah, how, many this, verses, how many verses songs got? Oh, books? Chapters. 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 Psalm 190-something. 190 190-something. It's 190-something. 190-something, yeah. yeah. 192. Psalm's got 190-something. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> it can be found. That's right here. That's right here. Man. And see, this is back deep in this book. You see how many pages I had to get to just to get to that. I was going to get to it eventually, but Oh found it first. Man. Say, yeah, say oh. the best for last, man. I mean, oh found that Joe first, man. All I man. know is he, he about to do something. He about to do something. And they, let you, they let you know. They let you know that he, he whatever he purposes Look what this book is called. The Ascension of Isaiah. And before that was. Martyrdom of Isaiah. That was that's now they, these are books that come after the letter of Aristides. Martyrdom of Isaiah and, and the, the ascension, ascension of, of Isaiah. Isaiah. Now you know Isaiah had a rough had a rough lot, right? So I'm I'm definitely interested to see exactly what went down right there. One fifty. The Testament of Job, that's in there too. There's only 150 chapters. In Psalms, what? Not those Psalms 191. Maybe it was just 91, not 191. Psalm 91, yeah. He that dwells in the city, I think that's what it is. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, yeah. So you said it's one what? How many? 150. 150? Yeah, you were. 150. But. I'm going to tell you all this. There are some proverbs and psalms that have been taken out, too, because they're like they're like subtle additions in the um, in the Apocrypha. Extra chapters on the back of books that we ain't, we ain't got. Hell, oh, man. I'm not going to read this whole chapter. I'm starting to get excited again, man. Of Easy Kill. Well, man, Easy Kill, but you know, I, I asked him when I said that, so what you, what you got? And, you know, open up the joint, and I will give them one heart. It's, it's Easy Kill, chapter 11, verse 19, and I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of your flesh, and we'll give them a heart of flesh. What's a stony heart? A hardened heart. Hardened heart. Who a else heart had that's a hardened in opposition heart? Opposition to the Most High. Who Pharaoh. else? Yeah, Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And that, you came in with the flesh though, and he told you, "I'm gonna take out. I will put a new spirit within you, and we'll take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. A heart of flesh. One that is not obstinate to the word of the Most High. And you know what's funny? Just like we read before, who sent the strong delusion? Most high. And who hardened Pharaoh's heart? Most high. He's the only one that can replace it. Mm. You, you got, you still got, a, you still got a choice to make. 
everybody has he won't force it. He could if he wanted to, but he's, he he don't operate like that. He doesn't operate like that. The devil would love to get into his seat and operate like that. Matter of fact, that's the basis of his whole his whole ju- his whole um government is to sit in the most high seat and force instead of allowing choice because he thinks that way is better. He hardened Pharaoh's heart, right? The scriptures say Pharaoh hardened his heart. And we know it was the most high. Most high did it. Hardened his heart. And we know why. As a result of him allowing Pharaoh to not adhere to what he was that Moses was telling him to do initially. Some of the Israelites got punished. You know what I'm saying? Some, they got affected a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because the first couple plagues, didn't that affect everybody? The first couple plagues. Yeah, the first three. The first three affected, affected everybody. everybody you know? And then it was the, 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 they told the, back, the, blood seven, on the, the back The back seven only was on the Egyptians. So you, you, got, you got defended. You've been affected. And now you see that these people who you're being told to let go aren't being affected. All of y'all was affected at first. Now they're not, and you still are. I would have thought that maybe he would want to get rid of them people, but he wasn't allowed. wasn't allowed to want to get rid of them people. There was a reason. I had to finish his purpose. He had to do that. And the other and nations was watching. They, that's why he. That's why he. The had to other do it. nations was watching. This See, though. all of this was for the proclamation of his, for the proclamation of his, his great, great name. name, and that is in regular scripture. Of Yah, he said it. I'm doing this because everybody forgot. Egypt became a cesspool of random religion. Like it is Everybody's religion was in their like joint. The United States, freedom of religion. You can come here and do whatever, whatever you, you want. want. To do. People don't know who to worship. Making something new. What, what is the joke? The, 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 the uh, Scientology. The wildest mess I ain't ever. I ain't, they, they probably, they listen, they probably call themselves Christians. Hey. <laughs> probably. Huh. Christian got, Scientologists? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, look at the Christian, look at Christianity now. It's all different types of denominations within Christianity. Denominations. That denomination thing, man. That's a, that's an interesting word. That's an interesting word. P Q R S. I'm pretty sure it's in here. It should be in here. Denomination. Scientology. Nah. I'm, uh, well, Scientology. It might. It might not be. You know, it's new. New age. Uh, I ain't gonna say it ain't, but it might be. Scientific science. Science, science, this is something, bro. Oh, man, I'm glad I'm in this yeah. time. Yeah. For real, Joe. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, it's not a thing. But the we, definition. We've been given an opportunity for real truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After new, tasting the other new, stuff. New, and the thing is, it's hard to say new truth because it's, it's not, like truth ain't new. It's, it's revealed. It's just big. Yeah. yeah. Revealed. There you it's go. Like revealed Reveal, reveal yeah. truth. Because the most high don't change. It's just denomination. The act or designating or naming, the act of designating or naming, is denom- the act of designating or naming, a name or appellation, a class or division, especially a religious sect, a name for a certain class or a unit in a, in a series as coins of many denominations, synonym, designation, title, appellation. See name. Hmm. Um, yeah. There's a whole lot. 
There's a whole lot hidden in these in these words we use and we speak over ourselves. A whole lot, man. Ah, oh, man, but I ain't got no more. Ah, oh, man, this is this it's been it's been enlightening. What would you say, Damien? You happy? You know more now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a consistency. There's I'm gonna read that joint just again if I can find it real quick. The seven consistencies that the Most High gave mankind, man, when He made them, it was in Second Enoch. Second Enoch. Yeah, it's like, in the first couple chapters because He was doing creation. It was like twenty. It was like twenty twenty-seven. Why is that Jubilee? Went too far. That's right, because I got so many versions of First Enoch in here. There it is, right there. Just let me double mark this, man. And on the sixth day, I commanded my wisdom to create man from seven consistencies. One, his flesh was from the earth. Two, his blood from the dew. Three, his eyes from the sun. Four, his bones from stone. Five, his intelligence from the swiftness of angels and from cloud. Six, his veins from his hair, his veins and his hair from the grass of the earth. And seven, his soul from my breath and from the wind. He put great thought into the process. He didn't just get sit down and mold. He could have done that. But he had thought in his process. You know what, what else is interesting? When he also quotes, he's like, if a, man sheds, if a man sheds another man's blood on the earth, that will only be requited or recompensed by that man's blood being shed on the earth because man was made in the image of Yah. So it's not just about us killing each other and being violent, which is, it even makes you look at death or killing of your brother even worse now because... The most high looks at it, you're killing somebody who bears my image, and you have my image. So it's double, double bad, double, double misrepresentation. It's you killing somebody else, and then that person you're killing, you're spilling their blood, unless it's the most high's order, you know what I'm saying? And we got to go deeper into that, because, you know, the most high would tell us to do some things, you know, if, if it's according to his word, then we do it, you know? But it's just like, he, he initially, nothing was supposed to die initially. Everything was supposed to be alive, and he had created us like that. So for his image to perish and blood being spilt, man, that's that's something serious. That's why it's also innocent, a command: don't drink the blood. Innocent blood. Yeah, innocent blood. Because there, there is a time for that. Yeah, there's right. time. So, time so, to kill. Time to right. And all that. But it has to come by command of the Most High, right, man. Right, right. If he don't say it, then that's like that's like well, that's one of the biggest things I read about David. David had two opportunities to take Saul out. And his boys was like, he right there. He was like, young, he's, I will not touch the most high's anointed. He anointed this man. So I let him kill him. If he, if he don't want Saul to be no more, he could take him out. Because right. I ain't got to do it. But that was a different That was a different type of understanding, man. David knew. Shit, man, I ain't got, um, I ain't got nothing else, man. This is, I can't finish. I got, I can't, when I finish reading this book, <laughs> y'all better look out. Y'all better look out, man. All praise to the Most High. By uh, Most High, y'all. <clears throat> Thank you for allowing your walk to pass through here like you do this evening. Um, continue to comfort Danny's family, his big family, his children, as his actual ceremony, the service is going to be tomorrow. Um, just... Touch the hearts of those who are in mourning. I'm asking you to go before Jeanette, her appointment tomorrow, that everything uh, will be better, definitely not any worse than, um, than what they are right now, what they have been up to this point. Um, touch her back, as well as uh, 
the workload that's been placed. It give it just a, a piece, understand a piece that passes understanding. Um, be with our study group. Be with individuals who are seeking and roadblocks are constantly being set up. Every time you reveal something else on this show, it's like every preacher from every pulpit speaks against that same point, which I find utterly amazing. That just lets me know who it is that's at work. Um, you know what's in the process. Um, I'm asking that you work it out the way you would have it worked out so that our growth and our transition can be can, can continue to happen as you see fit. You know, continue to touch Damon and his family, be with Brad and his family. Um, myself, my brothers, my sisters, my cousins, our aunts, our uncles, nieces, nephews, grandparents, all those who are all those who are affiliated with us in any way, shape, or form, as you allow us to be a, a blessing to him, a blessing to them, if nothing more than just a to share a word of encouragement. Thank you for this opportunity. Be with our engineer Stan. Uh, bless and keep him and whatever it is he has going on in his life. Be with Reg and Ron and uh, all the other affiliates of this station, other shows. And um, forgive us for our iniquities. Save us when you return. And give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding, compassion, empathy, sympathy, and just make us better people. This is my prayer in Hawashai's name. Amen. Amen. This has been Real Talk 101, Sunday afternoon from 6 to 8 p.m. And until we meet again, may y'all bless and keep you. See, truth, never tradition. Yeah, I got a pass. Process. Yeah. Nah, Take a walk in my shoes. See what it like. Take a peek in my mind, dig a little deeper, see what you find. Visit my past a second, 